0: to episode 111 of the premium edition games playcast we're back with series four wow it has been crazy it has been insane and i think we went over it we have about eight topics to do yeah eight topics to do with this episode like it's been a while um how long has it been barry since the last time we recorded like two three weeks
1: Um, A little more than that, actually. The last episode was on uh, April 12th,
0: and it's uh, May 16th today. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what date it is. This is crazy. It's already May. Um, Yeah, so we've been insanely busy. Um, I would say the first thing, you know, because our first section is an intro, um, we've been busy moving uh, warehouses. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's the first major thing is like we have our team handling a lot of shipping and distribution, which allows us to do a lot of cool stuff um, that you'll be able to see, such as, you know, our our pre-order dog tags, which we're going to be adding to everybody's pre-order copies, stuff like that, which is really cool. But we're all doing everything in-house now. So that is a, a little bit of a change to how we were previously doing it, which took a little bit of time to facilitate and me driving and some craziness um which is nuts um it also allows us to make our shipping more competitive and a little more affordable for everybody especially international backers which have seen a significant uh decrease in in what we can uh afford to charge for shipping which is cool yeah that
1: was probably our number one complaint when we started was the shipping was high and we heard you we, you know, figured out ways to lower it and we're happy that we're able to do it, you know. So we do listen to, you know, suggestions and we are always trying to do well by our customers.
0: And um, a lot of the team were able to get out to Milwaukee, Wisconsin and go to Midwest Gaming Classic, which was super fun. Um, We saw a lot of customers, fans and just cohorts that we were able to see um we offered copies of a series two title that was there for the first time which was pretty crazy robot named fight uh deluxe editions were there and we did four different panels while we were out there as well um which was insane mind you like it was a fun time wish you could have been out barry um
1: yeah i was planning on it but you know what I'm glad that everybody that went had a great time, and I was busy back home, so yeah, <laughs> it worked one out. in
0: the cards. but we will be at next month in June, too many games, yep. uh, which would be a great one. and Barry will be at that one Dan, I'll it. be that one. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and we only have a couple team members at any of these conventions we go to. Um, I know this weekend uh, Josh and sheena are going to Chicago to a convention. Um, and most of the gaming ones are the ones that a lot of our team are going to but Josh and Sheena go to all types of trade shows so yeah we need to absolutely get on the Premium Edition Games website like what shows Gamers for Gamers will be at because people have already been asking about their version of Demon's Tier Plus and we're going to mm-hmm. get it um, they've also been asking about their versions of Series 3 titles <laughs> yeah, we ain't there yet man
1: we ain't not there, there yet, yet.
0: Um, but yeah we're at a lot of conventions Um, we are going to post it up on the site like where we're going to be because it's like every other weekend I'm going to be going somewhere as well so we might have to do it like month by month like in in June this is where you'll find us Um, I do know like even early June I think Frank's going to be at um, Anime Blues Con with Josh and Sheena where they're running a game um, a game room in Tennessee so that'll be super crazy as well So there's a lot of conventions that are coming up and we love going to them and doing panels and all that. Um, That's just stuff that just adds to the madness of why it's taken us so long to record, Barry.
1: Well, thankfully, everyone's been patient. We've got a few messages. Hey, when's the next episode? It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) We just, we have, even even this, you know, we were going to record uh, yesterday and we, you know, I I had plans and was like, all right, let's just do it. You know, Monday, and even though today is insanely crazy busy for both of us, well, oh you know, gosh. we got to get together and record.
0: Today was was nuts, and I mean, it just was nonstop, and and like, oh nope, we got to record, and I got a couple minutes before my, you know, daughter and wife get back, and they'll come in. You'll hear them because they'll come in loud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is just nuts, though. But we want to update everybody on everything, cause we got lots of stuff, and we mentioned series two, the series two deluxes have begun shipping which is awesome um one thing I think you were mentioning Barry that we couldn't forget was that with our warehouse move we are waiting on some extra items to show up so those of you that ordered a robot named fight deluxe with another copy of a game like a I don't know a retro of demons tier plus we're still waiting for those to arrive um you know, so we can ship all the combo orders out. But our team's been awesome about getting them out. Um, they got out a lot because I spent the whole last weekend editing and modifying and adding all the orders in our website. So everything has been now fulfilled on the website. It was, I think, over 10,000 orders that I had to manually do. Like, it was nuts. But I got it done. Um, I finished the last ones last night before I went to bed. Um, and that goes through everything that has been shipped from series two as well. So we only got a few left. So we're getting there, getting to the home stretch. Um, uh, but yeah, those of you that have gotten some combos, we appreciate your patience. Um, and we definitely are being very, um, what would be the word, uh, stringent when it comes to doing a guide in the future, because that took a long time. And Sunshine Anthology, which is coming, you know, this fall, that does have a guide, and we've already been working on it, so it's already templated out and things. So we'll be ready to order early, so that way we have the copies in hand before the pre-orders go live. I miss anything?
1: No, uh, that's that's mainly it. You know, I've seen some people, you know, question, oh, I've seen Robot Deluxe go out. When's my order coming? And mm-hmm. and you know, all those combo orders. That's the those combo orders are the very reason we aren't putting up series one, two or three uh, remaining copies right now with series four is, you know, there are people that ordered, you know, super blood hockey back in June of 2021 when series two went up and still don't have it. And, you know, we, we apologize. There's
0: the COVID shipping delays delays that everybody got hit with. And luckily once it freed up, everything showed up at the same time, but now we're in a backlog of getting everything shipped out. Um, and speaking of shipping, um, the books. So yes. so we've had all the Switch Collector Volume 1 and Volume 2 books go out to Kickstarter Backers as well as Hagans customers and premium Edition games.com customers um, for series Switch Collector Series 1, Switch Collector Series 2, and the Pixel Perfect Punch Out Book. All of those copies have went out. Um, One last piece that I need to do is I have to do the wooden book covers for volume two, Switch Collector, um, which are being manufactured right now. And then those got to be shipped out individually to all the customers, the Kickstarter backers. It was just 10, but it still needs to get done. Um, But yeah, so all those books are done too, which is crazy. So if you haven't gotten your book yet, let us know and we will look it up because um, we definitely have them all. And That was another thing that I got completely up-to-date on fulfillment was on all three websites. That includes Kickstarter. I fulfilled all of them manually and logged them all. So it has been a crazy thing where I haven't gotten much artwork and production done, design work, but I've been busy doing all that madness for the last, like, two weeks straight, essentially. Um, But, yeah, the books, that has been a long one, Barry. Holy cow.
1: I'm just so happy that people are finally getting Switch Collector 2 after, you know, two years of... Uh, since the kickstarter not quite two years it was the end of 2020 it was like (laughs) the end of 2020 but still you know a year and a half people asked about it people were wondering where it was and now they have it and loving it and you know i'm seeing a lot of posts where people are posting like oh you know i just got these in and where do i get these well i never heard of these and Mm -hmm. you know so i think we still have a do we have any extra copies of that
0: one uh second chance oh yeah yeah tons yeah, we'll talk about uh, Second Chance here in the episode because, um, I mean, we can talk about it right now. So um, so one thing is, um, you know, we'll talk about Series 4 in the games here in a little bit, but we are going to be offering in June a Second Chance sale for everything that we have in stock. So that'll include Robin name Fight Deluxes that we mentioned. Um, that'll include Demon's Tier Plus retros, if we have any copies left, which we have a few um that'll include the Pidgetev games collection which we have copies of um we do not have any standards for robot name fight we don't have any standards for super blood hockey um we don't have any retros for robot name fight um but we do have switch collector volume one and volume two books as well as punch out books which we'll be offering and anything else that we could potentially have when it comes to series three um, and that will also be offered. Anything that has been shipped out for Series Three will also be um, updated. So, so Barry, since I mentioned it, why don't you talk about Series Three?
1: Series Three is finally shipping. Oh, it's been so oh. long! You oh. know, we we hear you. We we've, we've you know we we wanted, and you know, what Series Three wasn't as long as other series were in terms of shipping, but no. it feels like it it took longer. And I don't know why, but I'm just glad that we're finally getting out. So the standard edition copies, just standard editions, are shipped now. The solo orders have been shipped. The group Uh orders are are next in line. And then retros will follow. Um, We do have to finish assembly, but everything is is in-house already.
0: Yeah, like we are handling our own assembly of the retros um just because our team i mean we have engineers on our team so they're going to make some really cool stuff and they're going to be adding stuff into our packages into the boxes making sure you have lots of treats and trinkets and and, and tons of fun stuff with our retros um, and plus like they can do some awesome work when it comes to sealing them up too which is great um yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to see people
1: posting their Series 3, and it seems a lot of people have forgotten about the dog tags. And they're like, oh, my God, this is so cool, you know? And oh. they, they look really good, like, to see them. Like, the pictures don't do them justice.
0: Yeah, the, the the foil looks amazing, and that's why I think it's felt like it's it's been longer, even though it's. I think we're slightly under five months from the time that the series three pre-orders ended to when we got them in people's hands which is pretty good considering we had a christmas in there where nothing was getting done for an entire month uh from our that's literally when we were ordering stuff so it's not bad um and those will be a part of the second chance sale as well so we have a little bit of every series in in our we just call it our second chance sale it's not there's not gonna be a third or fourth you always get a second chance to try to get your stuff if you missed out that's you you always get a second chance um, we have some other secret stuff we're going to be announcing too. Um, but we have our series four up for pre-order right now. Finally. Which is ridiculous. And at Midwest Gaming Classic, and then right afterward, we did our series four direct, which was amazing. Cause we literally, <laughs> we didn't, it was funny cause we re- did not realize that there were so many amazings in the script. So we started reading it out loud. I think we got, like, halfway through the first reading or something, and Dan's, like, our video editor, Dan, from Council Wars, he's like, what the hell, guys? <laughs> and so I just started making it ridiculous. And, and I started trying to eliminate
1: Amazings and change the words on the fly. And
0: then I added more every time and you changed And then you started them. adding more. Yeah, I just added more because we we turned it into a drinking game, which I paid dearly for Midwest Gaming Classic, because it was the shortened version, because we didn't show the the extra, extra one more thing, or a few extra things. It
1: was a couple things we were... Yeah, uh,
0: and I was drinking every time it said amazing. I was just drinking a cider, taking a sip every time, and I had a nice buzz. And the funny thing is, is that on that, we had, you know, uh, a couple reveals, and somebody goes, name all ten games in the Classic Series. And I'm like, um, I got a buzz right now. This is gonna be tough, <laughs> and I didn't have my phone with me, so I couldn't just like look up in our Trello and how we organize. So that was funny, and we'll talk about the classic series in a minute. But series four is ridiculous because, um, Wonderling was such a crazy game to keep tight-lipped about. What episode did we cover, Wonderling? We covered Wonderling.
1: All the way back in episode 46.
0: Episode 46, we covered Wonderling. All of us enjoyed it, loved it. Um, And, you know, that was a game when it came up, that was one of our former cohorts, like, I must have this game. Like, that's a no, like, we have to. This is my dream game to get. And so we absolutely signed it. And we found out that this would be Wonderling DX, which has all of the DLC that we didn't play back then because it didn't exist. It's all on cartridge and there's so much extra content when it comes to like the golden portals and all the extra trinkets, the unlockables and levels and like oh my gosh.
1: Now, it's it's kind of interesting cuz when we were talking with them they they mentioned that they had an update coming yeah. Uh, with added stuff. And then they said well, they were thinking about one more update and they were going to be like all oh, this crazy stuff. And that, like originally that was supposed to be the physical exclusive was DX. Yeah. Uh, and then they're like, oh, you know, we're just going to make everything digital as well. But, but we made sure to say we want to wait until you're done. And mm-hmm. that's how we want to release the game with all the content. We didn't want updates afterwards. We wanted to make sure that the whole game was preserved.
0: Yeah. Well, and the crazy thing was is with – um. With this game, we also didn't really put two and two together when they said, oh, Alex Fasiano is, is did, did all the writing, and I didn't really think, oh, that's, he's on The Completionist, and they have a huge following. And then they did an episode like two weeks before we did our reveal on Wonderling DX, which was amazing. Oh, sounds like my family's here. Let's see if they're loud. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a super cool opportunity to have Wonderling DX and doing all of that uh, coordination when it comes to it.
1: Yeah, uh, what's cool and interesting is, like, this is one of those games where if you enjoy Super Meat Boy, then you will absolutely love this. Because, you know, it's it's pretty much what Super Meat Boy Forever kind of should have been. And it's got all these extra levels and extra hidden items. And it's one of those things where you're going to have to play every level at least twice just to find stuff. And, uh, you know... There's so much content in this game. The writing is is hilarious, and uh, it's interesting is because you know the completionist covered this because his friend, you know, his best friend's Alex. Yeah. Uh, and like, there were stuff because I didn't complete the game. I didn't hundred percent it. So, you know, I watched. I was like, oh my god, there's even more content than I even I realized. Uh, you know, just from the standard beating of the game, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this game is so good, and it's such an honor to be able to bring this out, and uh, you know, the reception's been great, and. Well, you know, and I, I completed,
0: completed the original because when they yeah. sent it to us, they sent us the original Wonderlink. It's the original. We never asked for the um, the DLC or anything as a code. Because so
1: it's free. It's yeah. a, just an update. Yeah.
0: So like we didn't, I never, you know, went back. So I've been waiting until we get the cartridge in hand for me to, to actually 100% the DX version, which is going to be awesome. I want to dig right back in. I might start it all over from scratch, though, because I just like to do that, <laughs> make it a new experience. You
1: know, know, it after it's been a while, it, it pretty much is a new experience because you don't remember the intricates, uh, no. intricacies of every level.
0: I'm going to have to redo it and relearn all the different mechanics and everything because it's been way too long, man.
1: But... Yeah, I was, I, you know, when, when we were doing the stream, you know, Frank's been doing Wonderling and I've been watching along and a lot of it's just like, oh, man, I, I totally forgot about this because it's been so long. Mm-hmm. But it's bringing back memory. It's such a good game. And if you honestly, this is one of those things where if you're on the fence about Wonderling, like mm-hmm. you're just not sure. There is a demo. I yeah. recommend you download the demo, you give the game a chop, because it is a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's definitely worth a try, and you know, another game that's interesting, because this is our, like, almost like our hidden gem series for Series 4. It really is, because, like, We're on Your Parade is such a crazy game. I remember when you guys pushed this over to me, um, I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, I kind of half-paid attention. And then... I think it was you you're like yeah, no no no, you need to play it so i finally played it and i'm like all right this game is like amazing like we 100 <laughs> we, we, we like it was not even a question because it is ridiculous you look at it from the outside and you're like oh it looks like a very basic little little game i don't even know what it looks like and then once you play it, it's like oh this is katamari where you're an a-hole cloud and you ruin everything yeah like it's literally like if you like the katamari style games like this is a. A flawless title. Like it is an amazing game. Can't believe that you know nobody's really been talking about it either. Because it's it's like a hidden gem on the system. It's just a fun experience. There's so many retro callouts, and our company's modern retro done right. And there's so many retro callouts inside the game. There's stuff like you literally the the TV show The Office is in it. Yeah. Like, and
1: there's it, it episodes in the level, too, which is it, interesting.
0: There's episodes. There's a Metal Gear Solid level where you're sneaking around. There's a Legend of Zelda full, like, different style of a game. Inside your game room, there's an arcade, and if you play it, you literally play first-person Doom as the cloud and your brain on people. Like, ridiculousness. Like, they have a first-person shooter inside of the game. Like, there's so much fun to run in your parade, and I can't even believe that, like, Like, people are sitting on some of our games, Barry. It's interesting.
1: You know, the way I describe it to people is every week if you look at the eShop, like the the Uh list of new games, there's tons of new games every single week. It's impossible to play them all. So naturally, because you can't, you have to rely on reviews or, you know, maybe you steer towards genres that you're familiar with and you know you're going to like, but if you think about the way we release games and how we release them slowly, if we're releasing a game, that means collectively we all love it. We all feel that this game is absolutely deserving of a physical. And that tell should tell you you need to give this a shot. Because like so many others that get you know, buried, lost, uh, like Phenotopia Awakening is a fun example of that too, where mm-hmm. no one heard of it. And well where did this game come from? Robot Named Fight was, you know, had that too. Um, these are great games that just unfortunately didn't get the attention they deserve. And we're giving them a second life and really you should take a look at these because they're a lot of fun.
0: So I mean we can address one thing is is that you'll notice it was series four, we had to increase the price, right? Like we had yes. to. Like it was a it was no a, choice. It was a no choice thing. Um we were to the point where we either raise the price or we don't pay the developers as much. And to us, it was a non-negotiable. We're like, well, we have to raise the price because we want to make sure that the developers are taken care of. Um, We offer a very uh, decent payout to our developers, and we want to make sure that they're taken care of. And we also want to continue to make high-quality items because the other option would be to do a budget release. And we're premium edition games. We're not budget edition games. (laughs) We're not you know minimal edition games where we just offer... You know, cartridge only or something, card- yeah, card yeah only. Like, like that's what people were like saying is like, oh, it's too much money. Um, now I get it when it comes to title selection that you may be like, oh, I don't know what Rain on Your Parade is, I'll wait until I see more on it. But there's videos out there, like, people can play demos of stuff, people can try it out. Like, it's we're gonna have it up for demo when we go to conventions. Um, people are gonna fall in love with it because it's a ridiculous game. Um, but that was the, the necessary thing is that. Yeah, you're going to see with Series 3, like how much better quality things are. Um, And that's like, we're setting the bar really high and we want to maintain it. Um, Now, we have no plans on raising the price any further. Like, period. Um, We want to keep them where they're at and you know some people were like oh well you, you could just not give away the, the free items and things well the free items are free items because we get them at an affordable price like our dog tags we're doing those in hand in house so they're not costing us a ton that's why they're a free item um, we're offering a full set so you can get some of the older titles um, some but um, that's a still a free item it's, we didn't increase the price we can include the dog tag or something now it's, it's absolutely just a necessary evil um you guys can ask us in discord we were in discord right after the series four uh nobody brought it up the prices surprisingly yeah but we will talk about it um you can ask us at conventions you can ask us in person like it's cool uh because we like to be transparent as a company Mm -hmm. and you know even if it's something where we didn't want to i mean heck i think i was the last person that wanted to increase you were y'all have to, you were
1: you know the problem i mean you're also dealing with the fact that we launched this company right in 2020 and yeah. the whole world knows what happens or happened in 2020 what's still happening and we're gonna feel these ripple effects for years to mm-hmm. come all all different avenues of business they're talking about impossible food shortages now like like the, everywhere yeah. baby formulas is like shortage so with everything now going up plastics going up gas is going up shipping I'm is going up sure. like all this thing like we are eating it and we, we it's just becoming impossible we well, have I will no d- I
0: will tell you like I did the itemized budget for series 1 series 2 series 3 um when I did series 3 the prices have went up uh tr- tr- significantly it was um i think it went up like 10 cents or something per piece. And when you're doing that times 5,000, like we're adding thousands and thousands of dollars that we had to do. And it's like, all right, so do we continue to do that? Uh, some of the items we outsourced to other different companies to be made. So that we can continue doing high quality products, but then it's like, do we want to continue offering this stuff or do we not offer it? Do we do it a different way? Um, so, we had to make some decisions um, and, you know, increasing the price, see how it goes. Um, but that is the price that we're going to be going with. Like some people are like, oh, "I'll wait for it to go on sale. It's like we're going to run out of stock before that happens.
1: And the nice thing is we've upped the quality of our slipcovers. We upped yes. the quality of our manuals and stuff. And, and that, that obviously costs a little more. But we, we ate that cost in Series 3 so that you guys can – get a feel for it first. You can exactly. see for yourselves just how much of a better quality it is. Mm-hmm. So you know what you're getting. But that obviously comes at a premium as well in terms of costs.
0: Yeah, and we don't adjust our prices based on the price of the game or anything. So, yeah. like, it's, some people are like, well, this game only goes for X amount when it's on sale. But that's how the eShop works. To get your game noticed, you have to put it on sale. So it's a give or take. Um, what we do is we just go off, we sign a game that we feel is good quality, and then we offer it at our price that we do that costs for production and then we compensate the developers to make sure they're paid
1: speaking of price one thing we didn't Ooh. mention when we were talking about Rainier Parade Correct. is that it also includes the DLC which is paid DLC it's, it's this oh, is yeah. you know additional uh, on top of the game and we're getting that on the cart complete mm-hmm. so you can have access to it and that's something that we, we played the game we played the base game but we never got access to the DLC so that's going to be brand new for us too
0: yeah, keep that in mind. And the other thing you're going to notice is, is it all equals out in the wash because um, we also, as a company, have always taken the taxes on our side. So we're not going to charge extra for taxes for everybody. So it's like that equals out. And our shipping has went down. So we have you know, increased the price on one side, but we actually decreased the price on two other avenues. So it kind of evens out because if we are charging you know, fifteen dollars with shipping and and handling and taxes, but really we're only charging now six bucks for US or now twelve bucks instead of thirty for international. Like you're actually saving a significant more. For a ten dollar increase, you're saving ten to twenty dollars, depending.
1: Unfortunately the way the brain works is we don't always we kinda like, like forget about tax we forget about shipping and that's why everything is 99 cents or 95 cents it's that one extra dollar like like the number less you know 49.95 looks better than 50 dollars it's just the human psyche but yeah i mean if we charge tax if we didn't lower our shipping uh and then you would be paying more And, and that's the thing so we're, we're doing all this other stuff. We're trying to lower the price every way we can for everybody. Yep. And and who knows, you know, if the world gets back to normal and we can, you know, the price of everything starts going down again, you know, we can maybe lower it back down.
0: You never know. And I mean, we're always on the lookout for, you know, different ways so we can, you know, save. And if we find ways to save, we will pay it forward for sure. Um, We will, we will let you all know. First here on the Playcast. For mm-hmm. sure. Um. So the other thing that we've announced um was our super secret reveal for series five.
1: Right?
0: Mm, yeah. Oh, and the I, one more berry button push.
1: <laughs> uh. Everyone keeps asking about that hype button. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love the question. But is- yeah, that was that was so such a great thing to be able to talk about finally. And uh, we were even weighing, should we do it, should we not, you know? And uh, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad because now we don't have to hold on to this stuff because I think that's one of the hardest things when when signing these games is we signed it, now we can't talk about it until we reveal it. Exactly. So we've been sitting on this for a little while, and now we could finally talk about Raji yeah. coming to the Switch physically.
0: Raji Enhanced Edition, too. Enhanced Edition. Which isn't even out yet. Like, that is being released soon, Ugh. Like, very shortly, this this spring. And the Enhanced Edition is going to fix a lot of tweaks and things that have been requested by gamers. And it is going to be a ridiculous release. It plays just like a classic God of War-style game, which I love. It's such a fun title. Um I know Barry, your wife, freaking loves it. That's why the <laughs> joke...
1: What, that, yeah, the, the, she laughed, by the way, when, when she saw it. Because she wasn't here she was in in tennessee when watching it and she she sent me a text and she's like i liked that line i'm like i can't take credit for it that was actually a jeff ad- addition to the script of course it was uh, <laughs> it was it was your addition mm-hmm. i give credit um, but yeah, it's you know when, when the, that was first shown off at an indie world, uh, I showed it to her because she doesn't have the time to watch all this stuff. So you know she usually like, relies on me to curate what she would like and show her trailers. And I showed her that, and it, that was a, that was a shadow drop that day. Uh-huh. And she immediately went upstairs. And when I went up later, I saw it downloading on her switch. Uh, she got nice. it day one. And she just fell in love with that game. She's part of like the Reddit. She, she's you know talks with the fans. She's just really involved in the community and, and just in love with that game. So when we were able to bring this out and you know I told her we were meeting with the developers, she was like, "Go, go!" Like we had to get up at like five thirty in the morning. You know, to to meet up and just go. I don't care. Wake me up. It's okay. You know, <laughs> just get get this going. Uh, so you know, we that game really took forever to sign too. That's like we
0: forever. were yeah. We were talking with the uh, digital publishers for like six months or so until we finally because I mean they had never worked with anyone before, so they just wanted to. We were we were talking with them, getting to know them. It was a good time, and now we're working with the uh, developers directly to work on packaging and like. We'll come up with ideas. They'll come up with ideas, and then it's like really fun, like results. I don't even know if you've seen all the results yet, Barry, but they look
1: great. No, I have not seen, but I'm excited to see, and that's the the fun of this is just, Mm -hmm. you know, when we do these games, it's not just hey, we're doing the game. Thanks for letting us do it. Uh, We'll we'll see you later. The developers are as involved as they want to be and they get the final say on like all the different art pieces and how things look. So they're getting their dream game, you know, released. And mm-hmm. to me that is the best part because hey, we're we're letting this happen. We're we're allowing this to happen. We're and there was one, let's see if I could find it now. Uh it was Wonderling one of the developers was so overjoyed about it
0: oh yeah I read that one that was cool like they're super happy about their baby coming out on on Nintendo Switch and that's kind of what it's all about is like just making the game releases as close to what the developers envision as possible we try to like while we have standards and we like to do like consistency with our releases we also try to conform as closely to what the developers wishes are
1: absolutely every everything has to be approved and it's great it's great to see them be able to say hey here's here's my game i'm getting a physical i'm going to have it on the shelf i'm going to have it confirmed the way i want it to be and get the, the the proper packaging that these games truly deserve, and exactly. to me, that's the best part about this whole thing is making these developers' dreams come true. Because at the end of the day, they're the rock stars, right? They're the ones exactly and design these uh, kick-ass games that we all
0: love. All I'm just trying to do is do it right, making sure it holds up to you know history. So purposely and and hopefully, you know, hundred percent mirrors what they envisioned when they were starting the creation of the game. It's awesome. But yeah, like it's been humbling seeing, you know, like the wonderling developers talking about how it like met their, you know, their dream of getting their game released. Did you find it yet? Oh uh, No, I'm still looking. It was in Twitter for sure. Um, yeah, I'm in Twitter. That's what I was. But yeah, it was, it was super cool uh, to see the, uh, finally be able to announce the, the first Series 5 game. Um, we did have another game, though, if you're yes, w- we ready did. to move on. Yes, do it. Okay. Um, so the other thing that we mentioned, which was the super secret reveal at Noah's Gaming Classic, which was then also shown off on the Direct, uh, was our Classic Series Volume 1, which is going to be our way of putting original NES aftermarket releases on the Nintendo Switch. Not only is it going to be part of our Volume 1 physical collection, but they will all also be released digitally, individually, um, on the eShop. So, like, all 10 of our games that we're releasing are also going to be available. Because Yeah, Yeah, Bebas 2 by John Riggs is already available on the eShop. That was the first one. And that's on the collection along with nine other titles that haven't gone in eShop release they all will be coming out probably around the fall is what i've been told by christopher um you know who works with nami tento that's his his programming company um he's thinking about the falls when he's gonna start dropping those which we're shooting for the summer for the classic series um, what's gonna be cool about it is, is that all 10 games will be part of a you know like a, a selection screen when you go onto the game and it'll be interesting because it'll be like shaped and designed after an 80s game room and you'll have like your CRT TV in the background you'll have your collection on the side with all the games in the in the volume face out when you select it it'll bring up a poster of the game there'll be a screen like the screen will only not only come on but there'll be like a little video of the game playing um, you can view. Uh, different, like, credits in the game, too. Like, the developer wants to thank people and things. And I'm also trying to convince Christopher to add a digital manual for each game, too, because each game has released a manual release on the NES. So, what are you shaking for, shaky dog? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to be super cool. I figure we could do a follow-on episode where we talk about all the classics uh, games in detail. Um yeah. But just know that the floodgates have been opened and Barry and I have been contacted by lots of programmers wanting their dream game to go on the (laughs) Switch now. Um, And that's the dream. So all you can do is contact us. Um, I do know that there is something in the works with the NES Maker community as well that we may be working with in the future. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, It's not going to take place of our series, but it's going to be pretty cool going forward. But it's really awesome. It was very emotional at Midwest Gaming Classic. We had some, you know, a lot of emotion when we announced that we're going to be doing this because it's like the dream of a lot of these hobbyist uh, developers mm-hmm. to get their stuff on a licensed Nintendo console.
1: Speaking of dreams, I did find
0: that tweet. <clears throat> I bet you so, did.
1: It was from uh, Olaf over at Bitwave. Yeah. said, when I was 13 years old, I was really into making levels for Jazz Jackrabbit 2. My dream was to make my own episode, a collection of levels, and burn it to a CDR, stick it to a DVD case, and print my own insert and make it look official. That never happened. Instead, this happened, and it's pretty damn cool. Thanks to Premium Edition, my childhood dream of having a physical copy of a game I made will finally be fulfilled 18 years later. Thank you all. And that's awesome. That's That's why we do this. That's awesome.
0: And, and I've seen similar, like I had similar talks with some of the developers at Midwest Gaming Classic about the NES aftermarket stuff coming to Switch, and it's just ridiculousness. My dog is hyper, by the way. He's <laughs> running around the house. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's the dream. It's craziness. Like, as we've mentioned before with the books, if a couple people dug what I'm doing, I'll do it forever. But same thing with Prem. As long as people support us and like what we're doing, like, we're going to do it right we're gonna we're gonna do gaming the correct way get out as you know many games as we can um it'll be interesting we can let um we can let the listeners do this how where are we stacking at with how many releases we've put out now on nintendo switch because now that we have seven games shipped right Mm -hmm. where does that put us with the limited companies where do we rank now because there were some that had three and we just beat them out with four releases
1: yeah i think some of them have like six releases so we just like edge them out and exactly
0: and then we're in year two yeah <laughs> we're in we're year about
1: two to, we're about to hit our second announced anniversary
0: yeah second announced anniversary and we'll have you know at least series four out if not the classic and potentially series five the goal would be to have series five out before all of it out before our anniversary
1: Oh, no, that won't happen. That was August. August was our first direct. I don't think we'll be able to get it all out by August. But not our first pre-order. Not, well, for pre-order, maybe, but not, not like in people's hands.
0: Hmm. Sounds like you're giving us a lot of negativity here, Barry. Oh, It's not so, negativity.
1: You said, I never. Don't want... you
0: said definitives. That never
1: happened. I, I don't, I just don't want people to, uh, hear this and then hold us to it and say, Oh, hold Barry to this... it.
0: Oh. Hit up support at premium Yeah. Coach. Exactly.
1: <laughs> See, making more work for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah. So, but it's like really cool to build it, to, to get out all this stuff. Um, yeah obviously the the direct from 2020 was in august but i don't think we did prayers till later but super blood hockey was day one yeah craziness but yeah. it was fun but either think, way though we got them all out um we did We now have seven games out mm-hmm. i do know somebody challenged us before like anybody can release one game but it's when you release two or three that you've made it well now we have seven seven
1: out and and two more up for pre-order, and we have two more or well, three more announced because we have classic series is announced, Raji's announced, and Sunshine Anthology, which is two games on one. Which is two games on one, and if, but it's, and if we um,
0: count the four-in-one pack on on Games
1: collection, we're at ten. Yeah, <laughs> ten games, Four separate games.
0: Ten games preserved,
1: and that's the key. It's Seven preserving. Races. I mean, look look at the craziness going on with the uh, Wii U and the the 3DS. More and more people are, are panic buying. They're, oh my God, I got to get this, or I'll never be able to get it again. It's like no, like we we want things preserved. Come on, Nintendo, let us preserve some of your games.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Just we're just all about the preservation, and it's been cool. Um, definitely get out there and and you know pre-order Series Four. Make sure we can keep doing this. Because um, yeah, we. we Absolutely need the support.
1: We should let everyone know that June 10th is the final day. Mm -hmm. So make sure you get your pre-orders in before then. And remember all pre-orders at premiumeditiongames.com. Get the dog tags that we talked about. The exclusive
0: dog tags. Yep.
1: So make sure to get those pre-orders in.
0: Absolutely. And so the one question about, I I played one game in the last month (laughs) that wasn't premium. Um, Have you played Switch Sports yet? No. Well, wait, uh, I think I played
1: the 3DS version when it came out like a long time ago. Of Nintendo
0: long. Switch Sports?
1: Oh, Switch Sports. I think it's Switch Force. Switch um, Sports. Switch Sports, I played just the test when they did the test. Oh, I did not. Um,
0: so I um, on the weekend, I was drinking some tequila, um, and I was playing uh, bowling. Because my wife was playing Evil Dead on the um, on the PS5. So she played the new Evil Dead game. And I put on, I was playing bowling and I played the little, um, baton game where you're doing the lightsaber battles almost. And I played volleyball, but then I was like, Oh, you do unlockables by playing online. So I played online with bowling and I'm sitting down, mind you, just holding the joy con and bowling without standing up. (laughs) And I went through the first time and I actually got first place and I won. Wow! congrats. Yeah. And then after that, I could barely get out of the first round. (laughs) like i I played again a little bit yesterday like just in between stuff in between doing family stuff and like couldn't even barely beat the first round because there's just people on there that are hitting strikes every time already
1: you know I've heard that complaint from other people too that people are too good already (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's insane. I'm just having fun with it, though. But the more you play, the better you place, you unlock. Um, The unlockables remind me of, without having to pay, uh, remind me of doing that one, um, what's the Genshin Impact? Where Mm -hmm. you unlock all these crystals, and then you get these random uh, drops. So that's what it does, is they have, like two three and four are the um the different series that are on right now and you just pick one of those once you get over 100 points and it does like it picks out a random upgrade so you can get a new volleyball or get a new hairstyle or new emoji uh thing where you, where you can literally do the emoji when you go to the levels so I unlocked a few of those but like there was isn't anything that was super crazy and apparently I missed number one because it went away so I can never get number one again I guess unless I mean I can see Nintendo rolling it out you have to pay roll later. it out
1: have to pay They'll later. probably do like a special event. Hey, guess what? This weekend only, the the first stuff is back. So if you missed it,
0: yeah. now's your chance. As I think I unlocked a a brown volleyball, <laughs> and I got some weird hairstyle. It's a girl's hairstyle that I'm not going to use, and so some interesting ways to increase replayability, which is pretty cool. As long as it's not a pay to win type deal, I'm okay with that. Um, but it was fun. We bowling reminds me just, of our switch bowling reminds me of Wii bowling, which was a classic, like definitely over 10 years ago. It's is scary.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's insane that it took them this long, right. To, to get a, 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 Wii sports series title out on the switch. And it's, it's kind of, I don't, I don't know if maybe they were burned by the Wii U, right. So, you know, we, we obviously launched Wii sports, did Wii Gangbusters Club. Wii Sports Resort did great. The Wii U didn't, and then what? By the time they did Wii Sports Club, um, it was just it didn't help the Wii U. So maybe they're like, oh well, maybe that's not necessary. Maybe that ship has sailed. And, and the physical
0: of Wii Sports Club is pretty obscure. Like I remember my wife and I trying to find that forever. I had to buy yeah. one online, I think, because they never had one local.
1: They did, like, one print of it, which is weird because it's a Nintendo
0: first party. Yeah, and it was Wii Sports, which was one of the biggest releases. So
1: Nintendo, during the Wii U era, was very weird. Very
0: weird. And, and it, you, you
1: kind of look at things like, you know, Wii Sports was a pack-in and did really well, so they did it with the Wii U with Nintendo Land, and it bombed, and I yeah. think that's the reason why 1-2-Switch wasn't the pack-in. They're like, oh, pack-ins aren't needed, and 1-2-Switch and really should have been a pack-in for the Switch. Oh, yeah, that, was,
0: that game was really weird, um we should do an episode on it <laughs> it was definitely a weird one we got to do a video episode on that though to watch oh God. watch Barry milk and the cow oh no <laughs> e- eating uh, eating the sandwich <laughs> eating the sandwich that'd be frank the hot dogs <laughs> uh, yeah. Eat the hot dogs, Frank. It was a hot dog. It's been a while since I played it. I just remember. No, one, I don't know. Really... I just know the meme with Frank is the hot dogs.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they had the eating game where it like, used the camera to watch how fast you chew. I think of and... a
0: sandwiches in the game. You're it was a sandwich. weird game, but that should have been a pack-in. So. 100% should have been a pack-in. And
1: Nintendo's weird. <laughs> now watch 1-2-Switch is going to be one of the most valuable Switch games because it was a little produced and no one bought it
0: yeah i mean it might be it's but the thing is is that it came out when there wasn't that many titles so a lot of people got it yeah so but the switch is going to be an interesting thing from a collectability standpoint because you got companies like us that are doing like the minimum print run but then you got companies in other regions where it's a lower print run so like in europe or japan where it's three two thousand three thousand copies and so that's even smaller print run so. yeah there's so
1: many t- there's so many titles that don't even come out you know in certain regions or you know, there's one interesting one now that I've noticed. Um, it was a German exclusive called Mensch and Mensch yes. is the German name for Ludo, which is a very popular board game in Europe. But if you open it up despite it saying mensch on the cover, the cartridge, the label actually says Ludo XXL. Huh. Well, Ludo XXL is now getting a release in Europe as a code-in box only, not a physical. So, but the, but a cartridge exists for Ludo XXL, but only in Germany with the Mensch packaging.
0: Yeah, I thought a Mensch so was weird. something perverted too. I, maybe it is. I don't know. But, oh, but there's a whole South Park episode on the Mensch, and it was not like, Mensch.
1: Mensch. M E N.
0: Mensch. It's Mensch, whatever. Like it's
1: just interesting. So, like a collectible standpoint, do you? does the code in box version it that's a that doesn't really count as a physical but what if you take the cartridge and put it in there now does it count as a physical <laughs> and it's in english so it's the switch is weird the like sure. i i don't even want to think about collecting switch after all this cuz it's hard enough during the switch yeah. life i
0: hear my daughter getting yelled at by the way my wife's lecturing yeah. her i think she's threatened somebody on the school bus uh-oh angry girl but yeah no collecting in the in the twilight's going to be tough and i've begun like because remember i talked about reorganizing my collection before um Mm -hmm. i've removed titles from my game shelf now and put them in storage because stuff i'm not gonna play and i'm still on the top shelf now displaying things like it's i'm still trying to keep it all to one shelf (laughs) it's tough there's too many good games man yeah there's so many good games i know i'm missing stuff too because i'm not following it hardcore and that's okay because i'll get it later and if i have to pay extra if i really want to play it i will but i'm trying to get as much as i possibly can from the limited companies as it comes out but you know limited fun over here is releasing two and three titles a, a week so it's becoming tough to keep up with them
1: i know uh special reserve just did uh, an announcement of like debt's door got delayed and i've seen some people now like oh wait what i forgot about that i missed that. Is there any way i can still get it and it's like oh no
0: is this going to be the messenger 2 kind of deal (laughs) exactly all right well i think i gotta go because i gotta talk to my my daughter who's in trouble Uh (laughs) so where can they find us barry Well, they can find me over on Twitter at
1: Hog Hellfire. You could find me on Facebook and on YouTube at Nintendo Views. You can always find me on the Premium Edition Games Discord, as well as the support email support at PremiumEditionGames.com. Jeff.
0: Well, you can find me on Facebook and the Twitter at Hagen's Alley and at Hagen's Alley Books on Instagram. Um, I'm also usually floating around. I try to check Discord every once in a while, but um, I I try to uh, not butt my nose in too much. <laughs> I kind of hide and do production and have fun doing design work. Um, we'll be at Too Many Games in the end of June, and we will see y'all there. Hopefully, you can come hang out with us and you know tell, them, tell, tell Barry you want to hit that hype button, and maybe he'll have something for you. <laughs> all right thanks everybody for listening he and we will see you next